Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Hot Messy Podcast. We are your hosts, Jason Barrett and Adam Newell. All right, guys, we are recording for our show today. Um, we have an episode up that released today, but since it's such a big deal in Bravo Entertainment News today, we thought we had to do our very first live here on Hot Messy Podcast, which I'm so excited about. So, by the way, for everyone who's listening right now, Jason starting either sometime um, in January this month, because I keep saying this, we're moving and everything, but definitely in February, Jason is going to start Hot Messy nights hot messy lives hot messy you name it we hot got it. messy we are getting into so much shit it's not even funny so i can't yes. wait like i'm yeah. so excited i love hot messy podcasts because i don't know why i just feel very a little more comfortable here than on up and adam because i want to like be careful what i say but here i don't have to be careful so it's fucking great okay so <laughs> we got to get into this because two major things have happened in the past 24 hours first of course the jen shaw sentencing just happened we found out that she got sentenced to six and a half years in prison with potential release after five and a half am i correct on that yes so that is big news that we are going to talk about. Also, we are taking callers today at the very end of this live. We won't be too long in our discussion, but we really want to hear what you have to say. But we got to keep it respectful because we are recording for our show. Okay, so the other news that we got was that Lisa Renna is now exiting the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So I think we should start there because I think the Jen Shaw sentencing is going to take a second to get through. Um. Actually, on the contrary, I think we oh, should okay. start with the Jinshaw sentencing because I feel like everyone wants to talk <sighs> about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, so today, guys, Jinshaw, uh did go to court, of course, and she has been sentenced, like we said, six and a half years. Adam, I want to get your perspective on this before we do a rundown for our listeners on exactly what happened in court today. Um, You know... I think that it was a little wild because you don't know. Obviously, I couldn't imagine being in any position going to a court, right? She was in court. As you see right now, she has security, but rightfully so. There were over um, two rooms of people who came to see this sentencing. They had to actually mm. open up a second courtroom um, for the viewers to watch. And I saw where there were a few people content creators that we know who were also in attendance. But right. for Jen, she had her two sons, Omar and Sharif Jr. there. And then she also had her husband, of course, security, which makes sense with all of the press and all of the stuff going on. Um, but she went in and she was supposed to go in at 10 a.m. That's exactly what happened. And when she did, they were asking her, you know, do you accept responsibility for certain things? They were asking her, are you still selling your free Jen Shaw merch? And she knew, I'm pretty sure, based off of, if you think about anyone going into a court, right, and knowing that you changed your plea from 
not guilty to guilty. She knew that there was going to be some sort of repercussions, but I think the scariest part of all of it is living in the unknown and not actually knowing what you're going to receive for a sentence. Mm. But at the end of the day, it almost makes me wonder, and I talked to you about this last night, for some people, when you're going through this for so long and it's a year or a year and a half of just wondering what the hell is going to happen to me, what is my sentence going to be? You're just living not knowing, am I going to... Am I going to get off? Am I going to get three years? Am I going to get 30 years? And I feel like at this point, as sad for as sad as this is for her and her mind and her family, I'm sure that there's probably a sigh of relief of just knowing, okay, now this is what we have to deal with. And this is, let's move forward. We're going to do our time. She, I believe she has to surrender herself on February 17th, um, where she gets to start her time. And then from there, she just slowly gets to chip at this and chip it away and kind of mm. serve her time and move on. Now, a lot of people are saying, and I want to like look in the, the chat a little bit as well. So guys, anyone listening, we are doing a live on YouTube right now. And we have people in the chat. Um, so she does have to surrender on February 17th. So that doesn't give a lot of time. Really, that's just six weeks away. Um, so I don't know. Uh, Julie, thank you so much for the super chat. Julie said that she thought she'd get four to five years and that she would be out in four. I actually thought of something like that similar. Um, so I just, you know, that's just what they have decided. I actually think that was better than 10. They also said, um, by the way, Smeg said, Emily D. Baker better call in. <laughs> Emily's I'm going sure to she's going to be doing a live. She's going to be doing a live. I talked to Emily a little bit last night and Emily is still not feeling well. So if you guys are a part of the law nerd community, make sure you go send her all of the best and healing vibes. But she will likely um, be going to a prison in Texas. And this is a minimum security facility. Um, I believe that's what she and her team, what they were requesting. And mind you, federal prison, while it's not a summer camp, right? Um, Amy Seeks Truth, thank you so much for the super sticker. While it's not a summer camp, it is a little bit of a different vibe where almost like the Martha Stewart sort of situation where there are right. baking classes, there's yoga. It's it's just a little bit different. I don't think it's a cakewalk by any means. And of course, as we know, and as we're watching The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City right now, seeing the current season and how short it was, I don't necessarily think there will be a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City at the end of this, um, if there was, I don't think there'll be a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City next season if they can't figure it out. No, I know, and you know they're saying that with the sentencing that with federal prison she has to serve around eighty five percent of the actual time, and mind you, that's with good behavior, so things can't go wrong. It has to be good behavior, um, which means she would serve about five and a half years in prison. But I know I, I could only imagine, and I understand everybody all over the board, people are concerned for the victims. People are concerned for what was going to happen today. Other people are concerned. I saw Mia Thornton tweeted out and she said, praying for Jen Shaw. People are concerned for her son, Omar, who's graduating and her other son, Sharif Jr., who's now going into medical school. So there, there's so many different emotions. There's so many different people who are affected at this point. And again, I think like Norma said in the live chat that the unknown is torture. And now that the unknown is over, it's almost like, I don't know if it's necessarily a sigh of relief or just a, okay, we're over this, you know, we're over this next step. It's almost like when you, 
when you move, right? I don't, I don't want to compare going to prison to a move, but it's like, we do we, what house are we moving into? Okay, we found the house. Now we have to hire the movers. We have to get furniture. Okay, we got that in there. Now we have to get everything set up. So you're constantly chipping away until you can get to the other side of it where you finally get to breathe that sigh of relief. Yeah. And I think that's probably the state of mind that her and her family are sitting in right now at this very moment. No, I agree. Um, yeah. I agree. A lot of people think the sentencing, um, the time that that she got sentenced for, a lot of people think it was fair. A lot of people are saying she should have gotten more. I'm not understanding the more part. I understand there was a lot of victims in this, 100%, you know, in this whole thing. I understand that also she didn't work alone. There was, what, 12 other people, something like this. And so you have this big operation going on. I, I even think the Chrisleys got a little over... I mean, you the know. Christie's got 12 and seven years, which is yeah. that, that was just like, holy. that was a different, whole different ball game. And I know what we're dealing with in this ball game, but right. I think, um, yeah, I think that, I think we'll, it's crazy, but it's just you, crazy. We've never seen anything like this from real housewives, except for Teresa Judice and Joe Judice. And that's a whole, also another big thing. And it wasn't as long. Teresa got to come back to the show. As you said, I don't think there, there will be a real Housewives of Salt Lake City to come back to, you know, in whatever years. Yeah. And, you know, by the way, really quick, I just want to say um, they did release the prison sentences of the co-conspirators. And when they did, they said... And this was all shared by Bravo and Cocktails on Instagram, which I love, love, love Bravo and Cocktails. But they said, in a list of Tier A defendants... Um, with credits to Bravo, Bravo, ducking Bravo. It was stated that Carl Morris was sentenced to 78 months or six and a half years. Ryan Moult received 60 months or five years. Cameron Brewster, Kevin Handron, and Stuart Smith, Jen's former assistant, they haven't appeared to be sentenced quite yet. It was also noticed that um, another person named Arash, said to be tier one defendant, received 87 months or 7.25 years. Christopher Wilson received 78 months, six and a half years. Jason Sager received 12 months, one year. Chad, Chad Allen received 48 months or four years. Joseph Siakio um, was granted time served and was also named on the list. And so was Joseph Mineto, Shane Hanna, and Anthony Chidik, who were also believed to be waiting, awaiting their sentences as well. So, I mean, as far as how everyone else was sentenced, I think that this was probably to be expected. Now, mind you guys, when I did the interview, the original interview with Jen Shaw, I had to have a lot of conversations with her attorneys. Um, and her attorneys, whether you see the shade on Twitter or not, her attorneys, the way that they communicated with me were very um, spot on and just very informative. Um, and they have great reputations. And I think that they probably prepped her and letting her know that this would probably be around the same time that she would be looking at. Now, they did ask for about three years in prison. The judge immediately said no. But after that, he said, I will not serve, uh, sentence you to 120 months in prison, which is about 10 years, as we know. Um, so this is somewhere right in between. I think that she was prepped for this. I think that she was expecting this. Does that make it easier? No. But again, it's like Norma said in the live chat, the unknown is torture. Yeah, it is. You know, so I'm guessing the judge went kind of based off a probation report that urged Judge Stein to sentence Shaw to 72 months in prison, kind of to meet the government halfway. 
Um, he did say at the beginning, though, that people should not confuse the character that she played on an entertainment show with the person that he has before him and that one is acting, this is reality. And we do know that things are more glamorized for television, that the ladies do over-exaggerate on television of who they are um, and what they do. I mean, if you... It's a TV show. If, it's a TV show. And if anyone has ever watched the very last episode of The Hills, that is the very end of the last episode, you see how not real reality TV is. And that is the same for Housewives. So I know that uh, Jen Shaw, and this is according to Adam Reese from NBC, um, her attorney, Priya, who we've spoken to before, said that we are here for one reason, the innocent people who have suffered. We know hundreds more have lost so much their confidence, their security of their savings. They lost sleep and their dreams. So many of these people had very little to begin with and now struggle even more. They, um, she goes on to say, for the rest of Miss Shaw's life, she will remember their names. So the thing is, is she pleaded guilty and she took responsibility for the alleged crimes. Right? Right. Right. So I see people going on Twitter. I see people, you know, even in the chat or somewhere else. It's it's like, what else do you want? Now she pled guilty. Now she's going to serve her time. But I still, people are still mad. Why do you think that is? I think it's, honestly, I think it was the constant, I'm not guilty. Um, mm -hmm. I think that a lot of people are comparing this to Erica Girardi. And Erica is on, you know, national television and she's saying, these aren't my victims. These were my husband's victims. You know, I don't give a fuck about anybody but myself. But people right. look at her and they're like, wait a minute. They weren't your victims per se, but you clearly, it seems like you benefited from those victims of your husband. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Where is the remorse? And I think how viewers are looking at Jen Shaw is the constant, I'm not guilty. And that, that, is unsettling for a lot of the people who are watching and that makes people upset, right? I but think I though, and I'm not, I'm not defending anyone here. I'm not defending Jen or, or Erica or whatever. For Erica, yeah, it's a totally separate thing. It's, it's really how she acts now and what she is going forth with. And again, like you said, not really showing any empathy, which is pretty much everything that people have asked for from her is just show a little empathy. Just say you care. Not say, oh, they're not my victims. With Jen Shaw, yes, she did say she was innocent. She played the I am the victim card. I I didn't know what was going on, etc. But then she did plead guilty. She has apologized. Now she's going to serve her time. Now, what do people want? It seems like it's just never enough for people. You know, you know what I thought that was um it, it's literally to when you think about the idea of defrauding the elderly, it's just not okay. I mean, it's people are pissed. We know that people, like, we know people, friends, we know subscribers. Sorry, how cold do you keep it in this house? My nose is like running. <laughs> I'm and so I'm like, sorry. I'm my hands are shaking and I have goosebumps and I'm freezing my ass off. I apologize, guys. <laughs> it's so funny because I think you just touched the thermostat before you went into your studio. I think I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I. Listen, like it, it's it's I just don't know. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, with the idea of the whole defrauding the elderly and people who are in their homes who don't have much, you know, 
my grandparents uh, per se this year, they there was a whole dilemma because they have so many grandchildren and every year they always give each grandchild a card. And in that card, it has a $5 scratch off. And my grandparents are getting older. My grandmother is starting to forget a lot and there's bigger conversations about what's to come and how do they navigate that. God forbid that day comes. So it's not that, not an easy conversation. No, of course but not. But and I, we've had friends, subscribers, right. and this is what I was saying earlier, who have had their elderly parents. Like I, we, we have a friend whose grandparents got everything taken from them, everything. And now mm. they still have to work and they are in their late seventies, you know? So I understand that this is a big, this is a big problem. Right. And what I was going to say is when you think about, like, for example, if I'm thinking about my own personal grandparents and I think about how they're struggling now, and then them thinking that they had the opportunity to maybe start something different and have a different income and then be taken advantage of, I can look at that through the eyes of the people who are watching this and see why people would get so upset. That's it's very obvious. Right. But then like you're asking, now that she's admitted and she's pled guilty, right? And now that she's been sentenced, what more do people want? Now, yes. my thing is, I was sitting there talking to someone who was standing outside of the court today, and I heard that people were cheering and, you know, like yelling at her sons, saying, your mom's going to prison. And people were just like, I, when I heard that they were yelling at her son, who's still very much so in high school, that's the part that, that just like, I'm like, that's not fair to him. You know, that's not fair to... That's not fair to anyone who like put the Chrisleys out there, right? We have Todd who's going in for 12 years and we have Julie who's going in for seven. They have a 10-year-old adopted daughter, Chloe. I, I just would hate to think that there's kids in school bullying Chloe over decisions that her parents made, her adopted parents made and telling her like, ha ha, you know, when she has to go home and she has to live with that and she has to know that she's going to be talking to her parents through a phone or behind a screen and her parents aren't going to be there for when she goes into high school or when she graduates or potentially starts a family like it, it's one of those things where when you say what more do people want it's kind of the question that i have too only because it's it's like okay well you got it right she changed her plea she 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 swore that she was innocent she changed that she now said that she was guilty. After saying she was guilty, she had to show up for sentencing. She's now officially sentenced, which means in February, she will report to a prison and she will be going to Texas. And from there, she will be missing. And again, this is all on whoever does... If you're the one who puts yourself in this position, I understand what people are thinking. She did the crime. So it, you don't... Like when people say, I don't feel bad for you. I get where people don't feel bad for Jen. But when I'm thinking about her kids who are... Omar, who's going to be graduating high school, and he's going to be sitting at that graduation with his just his dad um, sitting out there. And that's what's going to be on his mind instead of celebrating mm. his success and being such an incredible athlete. And then her other son, Sharif Jr., who's going to be um, celebrating graduation from medical school and then looking out there and seeing his dad and his brother, but not his mom. It, it's like it, there's such a bigger picture of 
yes, this person did the crime, so they're going to have to pay the time, but it's a spider effect of who in the family does that also affect. Like Teresa Judice when she went to prison and she had this animosity because she swore that she was signing documents on behalf of her husband. Her husband told her what to sign, so she signed them, right? right. But her mother was sick while she was in prison. And then shortly after she got out, her mother passed away. And she had that animosity of not having that time with her mother, not having that extra time that she could have had because of her husband. And now for Jen, she has family members. We know that her aunt with the one leg that Mary Cosby made the hospital comment about, um, she had to get the second leg amputated. And then unfortunately, she passed. You just don't know six and a half years while some people are saying it should have been 20 or maybe it should have been less or maybe that's the appropriate time. I mean, like when you talk about to you know like people yelling at the kids and stuff maybe i mean that's that's america you know it's it's that's just what deals so shan says here uh, what i actually want is that she admitted and apologized taking a guilty plea isn't enough however when she did take the guilty plea she did admit and she actually did apologize so and and that's true too there can i say really quick to this too um shan there is a bigger picture of the children of the victims too that is my whole point I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, this is not specific to Jen. I'm saying it's everyone who's affected. That's why I used my grandparents as an example, because I could not imagine being one of the grandchildren or my dad having to watch his parents go through this. It's everyone who's unfortunately affected by really, yeah. really shitty, terrible decisions. And it just, it, it's the repercussions that not only the people who committed you know, these crimes that they have to face, but it's also the families who have to deal with it, whether it's the si- on the side of the people who committed the crimes or on the side of the victims. It's just unfortunate how it affects so many people. So when I'm saying that, it's not specific to anybody. I'm saying no. it's just unfortunate And I understand too, I understand what a lot of people want to, going back to, to Shan's comment, that she wants, what she actually wants is an admittance and an apology because the guilty plea isn't enough. However, in the court of law, that is, you know, what she does. But you are in a public platform, right? You are in the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We've done an interview with her. She mm-hmm. has been on the show. Yeah. I think that, you know, maybe will she say something now? Do you think that she will want to say something? Do you think she will want to clarify something either for know. herself, the case, her character, I, anything? Because right now, you know, we have what, six weeks until that happens. And I'm wondering if she will make a statement or her attorneys will make a statement to kind of... Well, I'm sure for sure that her attorneys will make a statement. Yes. But for as for her, you know, everyone wants to know, is she doing the one-on-one with Andy Cohen? I have no idea. And I get so many DMs of people asking me, will she make a public statement? I don't know. I'm not Jen Shaw. And you know, one of the weird things for me that I've kind of experienced throughout this whole process, and it's not even my trial, is the fact that because I did this interview with Jen, it's like it's so closely linked as to like, I'm the person that she might be calling to. And I like, I would be the go-to of what, how is she going to react to this? I I don't know. I, I really don't know. Will she put out a statement or will she just go dark on social media, not say anything, just kind of log out of the matrix of it all and then just spend time with her family because she knows that there's a time limit. Now there's an official time limit before she has to surrender herself. Those are all questions that are for Jen. And right now, I don't even think she is processing that yet because it's one thirty-one. This happened just a couple of hours ago. And I think right now it's like... 
I, I honestly, I would say right now, if I had to guess, she would be in her hotel room. She is probably bawling her eyes out. She is probably sitting there with her family. Her sons are probably sitting there crying. The victims um, and the victims' families are probably celebrating. I think that there are so many different emotions going across the board. I've never been in a situation like this, and I could not imagine any of them. I'm not saying any of them are right or wrong. I just could Mm. not imagine. I've never been in the situation. So I find it so interesting when people ask me as if I would know. And last night, I had a great conversation with Emily D. Baker because it's like the empath in me and being a cancer unfortunately, even when we went in for the Jinshaw interview, I feel like I take on so many of the emotions and I don't know how to differentiate myself <laughs> from taking on the emotions. And I'm just such a, I'm You're like a cancer. I'm a take, cancer. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I can't watch a movie with you because of that. Because I like, know. I cry. It's like a we, sad movie. I'm like, we are not watching that movie I together. Cry, what is that Queen Latifah Christmas movie? <laughs> the Wait, the last holiday? The la- I cry at the last holiday, and we've seen it like thirty times. I know. I cried at Avatar. Like I just cry. I cried at the Little Mermaid. Like I'm just a, I'm a little bitch. Yes. Like, no. And I understand too. What people, some people in the chat are saying is they want to see accountability. They want to see her show that. They want this, and I, I totally understand that. You know, I think now is the opportunity after the sentencing for her if she wants to do that to do that. I don't think she's going to come out and do that before sentencing. So we can only see what she chooses to do moving forward now. And I know as fans, people who and viewers of the show want that from her. You know what I mean? But since we probably will not see her on Bravo anymore, then, you know, I don't know if she necessarily uh, is going to give that. But yeah, it's crazy. And uh, Gina Maxi earlier said, this is a good example of why, um, you know, the, hold on, I can bring up the comment, but why um, the younger, the younger family should be looking over their elderly family's finances, which is true. I mean, just two months ago, Adam, your mom clicked a link and lost money from her bank. Yeah. You know, so it she comes clicked, in all forms. Yep. It comes she clicked in all the link. Forms. She clicked the link because um, her husband sent her a package while she was down here. It was her prescription or maybe it wasn't her. It was something. I forgot what it was, but sent her a package and she got a random link at the time and it just, it was right timing. And it said that the, your package, the tracking order was wrong. Um, you have to resubmit your billing information. And my mom fell for it. She resubmitted her billing information and she had a lot of money taken out of her account. And I remember she was sitting there like freaking out. She was crying. She didn't know, do I shut down you know, like my accounts, I don't know what to do. And you and I went from like our normal stressful work day and like trying to navigate everything that we have going on to dropping everything and like stressing the gout to figure out, oh my gosh, is mom's whole account going to be depleted? Like it's crazy. It's It's crazy. crazy. Well, okay. So I did something similar just a month ago. So I got a text message with a link. And of course I clicked on it because it was from a number that's like kind of familiar, which is, this is how they get you, right? This is how they get you. I almost did it again last night because we had someone that we work with, um, uh, like a PR person that emailed us a link. And I was like, this doesn't look right, but I still clicked. And right when I saw the the little URL kind of address, I was like, oh, something's off about this. So I clicked yeah. off in yeah. time, but now she has told people like I got I got hacked, you know, I got scammed right. and you click the link, etc. So I clicked a link, it charged our credit card, remember? But we have such a great I was really fast on it. We have such a great bank that it was instantly shut down, but it it's crazy the amount of stuff that is going around today that is affecting all of us. I mean, listen, oh. 
I'm not elderly. I'm 39 years old. Well, I feel elderly, <laughs> but I'm not elderly. I'm 39. I'm pushing links. So this is still happening. And it's it's something that I think awareness of this, this kind of thing needs to happen. But yeah. as far as Jen Shaw, I really do, honestly, for everyone, because I don't think it's going to make anyone happy or satisfied if she does release a statement or she does do a one-on-one with Andy. I don't think it's it's going to make anything better or worse. But I think for because she is a public figure, it would be nice to hear from her before she goes um, into prison. Right. Yeah. No. And of course, I want to um, go ahead and take callers on this. But before we do, um, with the bad... Guys, and it, it depends based off. Based <laughs> Wait, on, I'm sorry. Where are you going with this? I, I already think with with, with the, the bad, bad. All, and like you know the the oh like the whole sentencing and like oh god, what's going to happen? We also got some other interesting Bravo news because we heard ding dong from Lisa Vanderpump. The witch is dead. Well, Lisa Rinna, guys, is now officially off of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after eight seasons. And the funny thing is, is if you guys caught my video from this morning, they are chalking this up to a dispute over a $2 million contract. Now, had Lisa Rinna had received a $2 million contract, she would be right up there with the best of them of Nene Leakes, Bethany Frankel, Lisa Vanderpump, Candy Burris. And she might feel like she honestly deserves that. But I really feel... (laughs) And was I on the chopping block with her of deciding what the fuck is going to happen? No, I wasn't. I'm not a Bravo executive and I'm not a part of casting. I don't deal with contracts. But I really feel, it's like Kelly Dodd said when we did our interview with her and Rick. It's an easy job. It's easy money. It's like being a prostitute. You know, like I feel like... She's not... She doesn't have a Jersey accent, Kelly. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kelly. Yeah, she did say it's not a job you leave. It's like being a prostitute or a stripper. It's easy money. You get it. It's great. It's not just a job you leave. And if you look at Lisa Renner's career, like Melrose Place, Days of Our Lives, stuff like that, Broadway, Chicago, when she did Chicago on Broadway with Harry Hamlin, they were both fabulous, amazing. And as I've said many times before on your channel, I actually really love Lisa Renna, just not on Housewives. I think she is like, especially live on stage. She was fantastic. I don't think this was over a $2 million contract that she exited the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't think so. I think there's more to the story. And either the toxicity of last season and how dark it got from things, most things that she started. I mean, I've already forgotten about the whole Dorit break-in. I mean, listen, guys, I posted on my community tab over on Up and Adam. By the way, guys, 500 in the room, smash that like button and show some love. And if you guys are listening to the podcast and you want to see the video version, just make sure to go over to Hot Messy Podcast on YouTube. But I did a poll on my community tab for Up and Adam an hour ago. It has 2,000 votes. And I said they were reporting that Lisa Rinna exited The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills after a $2 million contract war with Bravo. I personally think that she was just fired. But what do you think? 2,000 votes. 11% said that she walked away because of the contract. Uh-uh. 89% said she was fired. I, I think that just from how volatile this season was, anybody can see it, the, even the things she said. Like, I'm getting so... What, is she, what was the cancer thing she said? She, this, is the, this is the silly shit that I don't That's understand. That's the stuff that, there, is, that got her to leave. 100%. Right. There is some stuff that I really like. I enjoyed about Lisa Renna. 
right? I agreed with Margaret Josephs when we did Spilling Tea Live New York, and she said, you need that pot stirrer. But I think that there's some moments where you take it way too far, and it makes it no longer fun. And I feel like there's strikes to this. It's not just like a one count and you're out sort of situation. It's you're sitting here and talking about a sickly woman who is visibly deteriorating and calling her Lyme disease Munchhouse and saying that she's faking it for fame. When what? You're saying that a woman who's battling with her sobriety is near death on national television when her kids have to watch that. What? You're talking about Lisa Vanderpump ripping into her when she just lost her mother and her brother all like around the same time. And you're, you have no empathy for that. And I don't understand that. And then you have a friend who was supposed to be a friend for a long time. And because you want to secure your contract, you're throwing away that friendship of over 20 years. And you really are trying to jam down that there was this infidelity down her throat. When do we probably believe that her and Brandy hooked up? I mean, I don't think Brandy lies a whole lot. Like, I, I don't know if she lies or not. I, I don't know Brandy, but she was pretty. <laughs> well, like, apparently, yeah, apparently she just lied about Kelly Dodd. Right. So we have that whole, yeah, that whole situation. But I mean, where, like, it, it's just like you're taking it to the next level. And then you're sitting there saying that Kathy Hilton had these slurs that she used and that she had a complete meltdown. And then not only you don't leave it there. When Kathy Hilton sits down at Kyle Richards' house and she's like, I know, and I'm sorry. And she's like, you have a black heart, Kathy. Like, it's like, you can't, you don't let it go. And then you go as far to say that you had to bring this out because if it sat in your stomach, you would get cancer. I think that these are the moments where it's like, you were no longer fun to watch. You were just like, you need a timeout. You need a break. I don't know. We might get her back in the future. We got Tamara I don't Judge know back. about that. I, th- I really, well, I don't know. I think that the Tamara Judge call was was very different. I feel like she, Lisa Renna has done eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And on most of them, I mean, look, it's been similar, exactly what you were saying with the Kim Richards, with Yolanda, with Lisa Vanderpump, with everything. Like she has a problem with everything. We can't carry that into another season. We've done it for eight seasons. Like we don't want more of the toxicity. We don't want more of, of, if you don't have evidence and receipts don't bring shit up. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's not what we want to see. And it makes you go back and you look at the earlier seasons of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Now you're looking at Miami, you know, you go to ladies of London, um, even Dubai. They all, these are all franchises that are working. Dubai is still new. They're still forming friendships. I think they're going to come in hot for season two. I think Miami, they have those genuine friendships. They keep it light. It is more fun to watch Miami than it is to think about Lisa Renna and Kathy Hilton and what might or might not have happened in Aspen. Well, and then I also have a conspiracy theory, and I wanted to know what people thought about this. But this is good. This is good. And guys, again, 550 in the room now. <laughs> smash that like button. But guys, we also dropped the call-in link. Just remember, we are putting this up on our podcast. So if you want to call in, um, let's be respectful and fun. Yeah, and I'm going to stop jamming the whole like button thing <laughs> as of now because this is going to double as a podcast. Um, but thank you to everybody on Hot Messy Podcast and on YouTube. But Seriously. my conspiracy theory is this, and I've talked to Kelly Dodd multiple times about this, and I, I really fully believe that she agrees with the fact that Yes, they were talking about her potentially exiting the show because of some of her problematic social media behavior. But I think the nail in her coffin was they were interested in 
potentially bringing back Heather Dubrow. And Heather Dubrow, no way in hell, was going to film with Kelly Dodd, especially not after the steakhouse, recording her, recording her outside of Orange Theory. Um, Kelly Dodd is an entire character. And honestly, to be around her, is she's really... It's funny. She's she's. Yeah. Well, here's the thing about Kelly Dodd. I I still believe, and I I do believe that she was fired for no reason at all. Because if you look at everything else happening, she's just someone who speaks her mind and has her own thoughts, and she's really fucking great TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, she causes issues, she causes problems, but I think she's great TV. And I think that if they would, I think if they gave her the opportunity to um, lay off of certain things that they they would bring her back. But I really think it, it came down to, okay, well, Heather DeBrow will bring the opulence back and we can bring her and people will be excited because it's been a minute since she's yeah. been here. And I think that's that was the nail in the coffin. And when I talk to Kelly now, I'm like, they definitely need to bring you back because the rest of the cast is afraid of Tamara where Kelly Dodd is clearly not. So that would make for great TV next season. For this, we had Kathy Hilton who originally gave TMZ an ultimatum when she was walking out with Faye Resnick. I don't know where they were walking out of, but TMZ caught up with them. And she said that she would not return to the show if Lisa Rinna and Erica, she said those two bullies are back on. Now, Lisa Rinna was pretty much like the prime problem of this. Erica backed her, but Lisa Rinna was really sort of like the main driving force. And I, I don't know if Erica's coming back or not. But then I was thinking, Andy Cohen and Bravo, Lisa Vanderpump is still on Vanderpump Rules. She still has a highly successful show on this network. And I think she would never return to the show with Lisa Rinna. I feel like she could repair something with Kyle Richards. I feel like she could repair something with Dorit. She can go up against Dorit and PK. She would look at them like, okay. And I mean, Garcelle, she's friends with. Kathy Hilton, she's friends with. Sutton, she's met. And I'm sure her and Sutton would get along great. Like, when you think about the cast, Erica, she would eat alive. Like, if we could get her back on, the only way I feel like she would return is if Lisa Rinna was off. So I'm wondering, are we going to get an LVP return? And if we are, time's a ticking because we're going to start filming. We pick Just up filming. a few weeks away. Yeah. Season 13 is coming. It's right around the corner, guys. There are two things starting to film in a few weeks. Salt Lake yeah. and Beverly Hills. So should be interesting on both franchises to see what happens going forward. Okay, I want to bring up some callers and we'll bring them up in the order. Um, we have Norma, Gabrielle, Shan in the the chat. So I want to bring them up because they're all great people to talk to about this. So Wait, what Norma, is your timer on it? Do you want me to set timers? No, let's let's keep it short, guys, because we're going to keep this live short because we are putting this up on the podcast. And of course, this will stay on YouTube if you guys want to rewatch it, replay, all that jazz. Okay, Norma, I'm going to bring you up really quick. Hi, Norma. Hi, good morning, Hi, guys. nice to see How your beautiful you? face. The sun is out and that's because you guys are here on live. I love being here. And it's um, full moon in Cancer. It is full moon in Cancer. Mercury's in retrograde. So it's going to be a very emotional no. time right now. So just keep those emotions. And by the way, um, your tan is a 10. You're gorgeous. <laughs> so, for those, for those listening, we were in a, in a chat in a, just a few, few minutes ago. We were in another live and someone commented on Adam's tan saying it looks bad and horrible and fake. But we live in Florida and we're always at the I don't have a Lisa Barlow spray tan, guys. I was at my pool. <laughs> In my apartment complex, like I'm not bougie. I, I'm not at, like it's my still 80 mansion. degrees down here. Both of you guys have beautiful skin. But moving on, um, yes. Schadenfreude is a word that comes to mind. A lot of people are happy about Jen. A lot of people are happy about Rena. And I, for some reason, you know, I have empathy for them. 
I don't think that their behavior is something that was ideal. I think uh, taking and scamming from elderly people and taking the abuse of their kindness and their naivete is wrong. Um, yes, she deserves to go to jail. But, you know, um, it's just to 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 gloat about it, to to celebrate it, I don't think is, 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 is it doesn't do any service. It's maybe we, it could be a good learning lesson. Like somebody said earlier, we should take care of our elderly people and watch their their finances. And as far as Lisa Renna, I was, yeah, I'm a little disappointed because SAG is throwing this this career <laughs> retrospective for Harry Hamlin. And I'm going to go because I thought she would be on the show, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> My time. The thing is, too, Norma, you have, you have somebody like Ronald Richards who, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but it was something to the effect of, her mortgage is worth more than her house or something like that. And who knows? I Ronald Richard says a lot of things who on knows? Twitter. And again, I don't know it verbatim, so I don't want to put words in his mouth. Um, I also don't want to get into a Twitter spot. That's like the last thing that I want. But I feel like if that's the case, and there are those moments, you have a business that you have to invest into, you have all of these things, someone is not going to walk away over a $2 million um, contract. Because even if they came back and said, we'll give you $1.4, $1.5 million. That's a lot of money to film for five months. Yeah, I mean, I heard yesterday somebody said that she walked away, that she quit right after the reunion. And the thing that doesn't make it plausible for me, I'm not saying that they're right, I'm not saying that they're wrong, is that I believe, I could be wrong, you guys could correct me, there have been other housewives who have left, not been fired, but have left for whatever reason, like this is not good for me, um, Denise Richards. And so um, I think that um, they would have said, Bravo would have said, no, yeah, she chose to leave. They would have right. controlled that narrative. That's all. Well, and that's like the same thing yeah. with Jax from Vanderpump Rules. They controlled the narrative and let it make it like, let him make it seem like he left. But yeah, he Bethany made his Frankel, exit statement. Right. Bethany yeah. Frankel walked away. Lisa Vanderpump walked away. Um, Nini League says that she was forced out. You have Denise Richards who walked away. Not very many, but if you think about the three who did walk away, they all have thriving businesses and they have work opportunities. And I, I, I personally, I don't believe, I think Lisa Rinna loves this group of girls. I think she gets to go in, stir the pot with her best friends. You go on lavish vacations and you get the fandom with it. And that, in that fandom, you get to promote your businesses. I don't see you walking away. Yeah, I, 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 and if she would have walked away right after the reunion, I can't see how they would have kept that under wraps for so long. I mean, also, also Norma, like when I was going through and and kind of dissecting her career a little bit, I mean, this is a great paycheck for an act, an actor, right? And she does get to perform on The Real Housewives. It's not something you walk away from, like we just said, Kelly Dodd said. It's easy money. You don't just walk away from it. Right. Plus, so, it's a promotional um, launching pad. She's got her lipstick. She's got her wine. And she said it was the longest gig she's ever had. So we shall see. If I see yeah, her next see. week, I'll ask her. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let us know. Norma, Norma, we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Love for you guys. In. Have a we great weekend. Keep those emotions in check. Thank you. Yeah, Jason. Wow, keep I that shit in check. Full moon in cancer plus mercury <laughs> retrograde. What the hell does that mean for us as cancers? What the hell does that mean? Because that's not <laughs> like a lot of freaking energy. I'm that so we afraid of what that means. Move. 
every time there's a full moon like some shit just goes awry and then jason comes out like there was one time i forgot somebody was saying it was a full moon and i have this plaid red blanket that i i've had since i was 10 years old and i was sitting on the couch and i was just crying and there was a music video on and i think it was teardrops on my guitar or something and jason's like i don't know what emo shit you're going through but you need to get the over it he's like i thought we were going to dinner and I was like, I'm just not okay. And I mean, he's listen, like, okay, Adam, listen. Adam, one day, and this Annoying. isn't like, I'm not saying like you have bipolar or anything like that because that's oh, a very geez. serious thing. That's nice. But like, oh, you can wait. Like Adam has three different Adams. There's morning Adam, afternoon Adam, evening Adam. <laughs> so like if, <laughs> if you catch evening Adam at the wrong time, you know. That's you not really nice have. to say. Oh, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying that you're, you're very emotional. You feel your emotions. You're very in touch with your emotions. I'm going to bring up another caller before you get in trouble. <laughs> right. bring up I'm gonna Shan. bring up Shan. <laughs> she she's a good mediator. Yes, because no, not this time. Sorry, Jason. Usually I'm team Jason. I'm team Adam. Thank Three you. Three different. There's a morning. There's a morning Jason. I'm yeah. sure you're not consistent. Oh, all I am. Long. You do not want morning Jason. Yeah, yeah. morning. I'm just morning waking Adam up right now. Like, morning Adam is like good morning. I'm like Snow White, like panting through the park singing to the birds and jason's like get the fuck and then by the time we get to the nighttime he's maleficent it's crazy hey (laughs) just kidding (laughs) this is about jen and rena not adam it's like adam geddon the beginning of retrograde you guys hopefully they'll be here next week for the pod see this is what i'm talking about i'm digging a hole i think it it's that energy that's 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 here that whatever moon retrograde stuff. stuff crazy shan first of all i have to say i always pop into your lives you never know i'm there but sometimes i just have you on while i'm like doing stuff in the house so it's fun to listen to I you know. um i, I i'm always in the bushes <laughs> for you guys i saw on one of shan's um, because you know how when you go on youtube and you see where it pops up and it's a, bun- a bunch of people with videos i saw where one of your videos like their the views are starting to like go up and up and i went and clicked like and i was like listen like people think it's like this happens overnight and you've been chipping away and you still do it. And it's like the consistency with it. And you keep going. Good for you, Shan. And I always miss seeing your beautiful face. <gasps> Adam. I know it's midday, Adam. Night, Adam. This is oh. afternoon, Adam. You know what I'm talking about? Let's do a live <laughs> at night. No let's do a live at night. Who's this one? Hmm. Who's a sassy oh, one? Who's the ooh. sassiest bitch in Disney? Uh, this is Adam Renna. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, lips. Shan, I want to know what you think. First of all, I have a question for you because I saw you in the chat. Do you think that, A, we should hear from Jen Shaw, from her, like in an interview? And do you think that... Um, God, I forgot my second question. I'll forget the do you second think question should, by the you time we, I have to answer. Yes. What, do you think we should hear from her before she okay. goes away? I think if she cares about coming out to some kind of public support you know aka just following her paying her bills essentially by her doing social media she needs to right because if she doesn't do something before she comes in to sort of i don't know what's that called like calm us all down about how we're mm-hmm. feeling because read the chat we're angry still right yeah. um, if she no, doesn't do some kind of repair to her image before she come goes in there's not going to be much to come back to as far as money from the public goes how right. do you think that she should... Okay, so like, give us three scenarios of how you would want her to come out to the public. Okay. Do you want the Andy Cohen? No, nope, like, I want, want it from her. I want it literally an Instagram live as raw and as um, unproduced as possible 
have a glass of wine because we know how she gets. You'll see the real her. I want the real. Take you away know, all your shit and let me see you. I told this to Adam. I said, if if she does something, it should be raw. Like iPhone yes. from your house. Yes. Like just raw talking to people. I think that would be so beneficial for yep. for her moving forward. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay, Chen, thoughts on Lisa Renna leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Norma's classy, I'm not. Woohoo! <laughs> ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong. We're all I'm for this. I'm really happy. I I I I shouldn't be happy for someone losing their job. Generally, I'm a woman's woman, but mm-mm, this woman changed an entire franchise. She brought soap opera to reality, and it's never been the same. Right. Do you think that... Okay, so I agree. what do you think about this entire... I mean, it's my conspiracy theory, but I mean, maybe it's not It's not just me. It's a lot of Bravo no, people's conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So I, I can't take the credit for that, but what are your sure. thoughts about a potential... LVP return, would you be satisfied with that? Um, I would be satisfied because I'll watch anything that LVP's on, but in real, real listening to other people in the chats, I don't know that she's that welcomed. It seems like a lot of people really aren't looking forward to her coming back. People want to see new faces, or not so much new faces. They want more Kathy. They want Kathy to bring Kim. I don't know how I don't, I personally don't want to see that. I don't need Kim back on TV. Like just, oh, I'm I sorry. I know I'm that would be good or not I'm, because they just would split the sisters even more. And, and is this I'm good for her? Really quick. Okay. okay. He's going to go turn on the heat. Cause that blanket's not cutting <laughs> it anymore. Um, I just don't think Kim's strong enough for TV and I don't want to see someone's demise for my mm. entertainment. Um, obviously, though, for me, I would love to see LVP. Do you think she'd actually ever do it, though? Is it beneath her I, at this point? I don't know, because I, I want to say no, because I've personally spoken to her about this back in the day, and she said she Ooh. would never go back to that show. So I don't know if she would... I don't know if she would go back. She's, she in a different, she's a grandma right now. Yeah. She has so many businesses opening. Now she has two restaurants in Vegas. She has right. three, three in West Hollywood. She's opening more. Like it's, it's, I, I don't know if she, if she would do that. I think it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. I I'd like to see some old faces. Cause all the new face kind of things that we're getting are just not working. Look what happened to orange County. Look what's happening. You know, New York, it just doesn't really work. Even Beverly Hills, adding Diana Jenkins, bringing in crystal, <sighs> even Sutton. I mean, like it's just, no, I like no Sutton. I think was a really good addition. Yeah, she's grown to. on me. She's grown yeah. on me for sure. For sure. I, would, I think if I got to see one person come back again, I'm probably in the minority. I want to see Brandy because we need I, a new pot stirrer because Rena's gone. Can I say really quick? We were Please. supposed to have Kelly Dodd just did a whole live about this and she like went in on Brandy, but we were supposed to have Brandy on the podcast and we had to reschedule twice. Um, oh. And we were specifically told that we could not talk about Beverly Hills Housewives. Um, so it does, it doesn't mean that she's coming back to the show, but it does make me wonder. And I did want to say, because we have, we went away for new year's and we came back and I keep on trying to Jason and I have like, it's just been mayhem over here and our whole house is in boxes and stuff. And I keep (laughs) on meaning to promote this, but we came back and I got a little notification from the UPS store. And there was this little card that said, spill the tea. And it was from Kathy Hilton. And (gasps) she gave me a, Paris Hilton, that's hot kettle. 
<laughs> I'm dying. Oh, God. You know what? Okay, I, you know Kathy, what? I always it changes colors when it gets hot. <gasps> oh, but it's to very be fair. Cute, also, very we did we did the interview with Kathy Hilton, and I was like, "Listen, I'm a Kathy Hilton stan. I don't think that she said those things in Aspen. I think that that was a takedown. But I also wasn't there, so I never want to speak on it like I was." You're so good. You're so fair. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Know. Okay, so well, Brandy, not, I'm, I, I'm actually, Shan, I'm going to be in the minority with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in the minority with you, Shan, because I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Brandy back. I think it would be kind of a, a really, it'd be a crazy season. I think it'd be great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I think it's my first Shan, time. Thank you for call. calling thank in. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. God. I know. Look at where you guys are. Oh, I'm so nice. We love you. Thanks, love you. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Guys, let's bring up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say um, again, guys, for everyone listening to the podcast, thank you so much. We are so excited. More to come. Um, of course, you know that we have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And aside, this was a bonus episode for everything that's been going on. Um, so two episodes in one day surprise but if you guys are watching on youtube we have almost 700 in the room and make sure to go over to hot messy podcast exclusively on youtube for the video version so smash that like button get subscribed and hit that notification bell because we have a lot of shit coming yes we do yes we do i'm so excited all right i'm so excited with these opinions because It's it's really good to hear because this this is what I I really feel the viewers have driven Rena out like I really do a lot of people when you when you posted a poll and you did a video about her exiting it was like thank goodness like now I will watch the show again and I think Bravo does listen to their viewers most of the time right and you know the thing is is I saw a comment one time where somebody said you know does Bravo really want to play chicken with the the fandom the viewers because people will boycott certain series due to certain people and I also agree with some of our callers in the sense that you never want to celebrate somebody losing their job right right like, right it, it's a series of mistakes and you don't know nobody wrote a book on how to do reality TV or how far to take it or not and mind you all of these women are in control of themselves. We did a podcast episode with Lala Kent. Um, it was right after Jax Taylor blamed Tom Schwartz hooking up with Raquel on production for the season of Vanderpump Rules. And Lala made a great statement in saying that anyone who blames production for their actions are cowards. Because at the end of the day, you are in control and you can say no. And I personally remember there can be shifty edits for sure, but really you are in control of your actions. There's only so much that can be filmed. I mean, we're going through this on uh, below deck right now. It's like, oh, I got a bad edit. You didn't get a bad edit. You're just we're really shitty at your job. <laughs> you know, like it's the thing is to like you can listen if production asks you and you keep saying yes, they'll get, like if you'll give it to them, they're going to take it right. But I remember they, one time, yeah, a quick like throwback. I was sitting there at the host stand, and uh, Stassi had to come in and do a sit down with I forgot who it was, Laura Lee or somebody, and the producers were like, she got up and walked away and they're like, you need to go back and say this. And they were feeding it to her. And she was like, I'm not fucking doing that. She got so angry and stormed out because she did not do what they asked her to do. And she had the longevity until she didn't. And so she actually effed up and that came back to bite her in the ass. But she, I always remember her saying, no, I'm going to do what I want to do. You guys are not telling me what to do. And she took control. So I think for Lisa Rinna, I think a lot of it's Lisa Rinna 
I think that the producers feed off of the fact that she will give whatever. And I think that they take advantage of that. I think she takes advantage of what that does for her. And I think that that all came back to bite her in the ass. I do not think it was a $2 contract war. Uh, no. No, girl. Not worth $2 million. Say, not worth $2 million. Oh. All right. Let's bring up T-Talk with Shaw. We haven't talked to her in a minute, so I'm excited. Yes. I'm going to bring her She's up right now. all over social media. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are Happy you? Hi, Adam. I'm good. Happy New Year. How are you guys? Happy New Year. Thank you. I'm so excited to get your opinion on, well, both things. But first of all, I want to ask you the same question I asked Shan. Do you think we need to hear from Jen Shaw? Absolutely. I think that we do need to hear from Jen. And I agree with Shan. I think it needs to be as least produced as possible. We call them in the YouTube world like a gray hoodie video. She needs a gray hoodie video. Put that hoodie up and explain to us what was going on, what was going through your mind, why you weren't thinking about your boys when you were making these decisions and what you're going to do to make these people whole. I mean, so many people are, like you mentioned earlier in the live, still working in their late 70s and 80s. So like what's your plan um, to combat some of the things that you've done? I think that's what a lot of people, including myself, really want to see her do. Mm. No, right. I, so I, it's I understand like, that. it's almost like strip strip away the persona, strip away the reality TV character, strip away the glam. It's like right. the rawest of the raw. We want to see what you've never shown us before. And with that, you want the humility, the vulnerability, and just the I fucked up. Yeah, we wanna we wanna really see. I mean, because a lot of people are arguing in the comments and on Twitter that she really only gave us what she gave, even in the least amount of apologies for her plea deal. So now that that's all over, she's been sentenced. It's you know it's done. What do you really have to say about this? Right. I It'd be honestly, interesting. I, I want to know too where Stewart fit into all of this. And yeah, where some of the other people fit into this and, and how this was. I mean, we all want to know. So, yeah, yeah I agree with you. Okay. I think he's still cooperating right now, to be honest with you. And yeah, I, I think they said that, well, this is just allegedly, um, that Stewart is going to get the lightest sentence because he was one of the first to flip on Jen, allegedly. Um, the closest. The first and the closest. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. I mean, I also best of luck comedies, David. Thank you so much for the super chat. Happy New Year to you too. We appreciate you. Thank you for watching and listening. Thank you. And I I wanted to add to this really quick too. Um, I know that people want that sort of moment from Jen. I just think that when that comes, if that comes, I think it's going to be in the same sort of fashion that Todd Chrisley is navigating right now. In the sense that Todd is about to do what they're calling a bombshell tell-all interview with his son, Chase where he's going to open up about everything. He said, ask me any questions. I'm your dad. I will answer all of them. And it's going to be right like just days before he turns himself into prison. So I think for Jen, right now, this is going to probably be a few weeks of her going dark, not being on social media. I'm sure it's going to be like, she can't go down the rabbit hole and watch what everybody, like everyone's celebrating this. I'm sure her family's not going to want to watch that. I'm sure that, you know, like it's going to be, there's so, you know what, it's like Twitter. It's, it's crazy. And I think that for her, Wild. it's going to be hard for her to focus on spending these last few weeks before she goes in with her family while also focusing on the nastiness that's going to be spewed her way because there are so many people who are celebrating this prison sentence because there are so many people who are like, you fucked up and They're you angry. the elderly and they think about yeah. their grandparents. But exactly. I, I don't think it'll be until right before her sentence. 
Yeah, I, I hope for Jen to go quiet, spend these last three to like three and a half, four weeks with your family, really get that quality time because you're going to be away for a while. And I would just, you know, block out the noise. I, I really feel like she deserves the time, in my opinion. But I think that it's a gift to have three weeks before you turn yourself in to really, you know, get your affairs in order and do the things you need to do. I think the least of her concerns should be social media at this point. And if she wants to do that interview right before she um, turns herself in, that would be something that, you know, may help help her in the future. People might want her back on Salt Lake if it's still around, if she does something like this before she goes in. So just things she should maybe think about and consider before, you know, she starts her bid. Okay. That goes to my next question. Do you think Salt Lake would be around in six years? I don't. <laughs> I really Sorry, don't. I didn't. People are already saying like, and I kind of agree. I think it was Bravo then and now um, that said that Miami should come to regular Bravo and that Salt Lake should be booted to Peacock. I, I have a conspiracy theory about that too. I think. Oh God, all these conspiracy theories. Today. I know, I, love it. I know, but Norma said to, it was Norma or someone who said, why would they, Miami's so good. Why put it on Peacock? Why not put it on Bravo? I think and Miami's I, making a play for Bravo. I really do. Because Salt Lake is just not, even with the black eye and the craziness and somebody going to jail, it's still not enough to really pull in the viewers like it used to. So, and, okay, but I think so we, we do navigating to streaming. Sorry, Jason. I think we're, slowly, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I think we're slowly trying to move everything to streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why they're trying to give us some of those like heavy hitter shows with like the big ratings. Cause they're trying to over the next, I feel like they have a timeline, like over the next five to 10 years, we're going to push you guys to Peacock and Bravo will slowly fade out. That's how I feel. But we'll see. I mean, listen, so we're, we're moving and we're about to, you know, have to change internet and cable companies, all of that stuff. We don't have cable now. We only choose the streaming that we want. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have like channels on on Hulu that we can watch if we want to. But I feel the same way. I feel like it would be better if they were all just in one place. We could go and not have like 15 things to pay for. Yeah, I agree. But Tea Talk with Shaw. Thank you so much. You want to shout Thank out your you channel? Guys. Oh, yes, that's my channel. Tea Talk with oh, it's on this side. Tea Talk with Shaw. Um, it's a weekly podcast, but I'm just always on there now. So <laughs> love it. You <laughs> know what? It. We should have our own creators, um, st- like reality, not reality show, but a show where it's just like about creators and all of the shit that we have to go through because we're constantly doing research and development for all of these different networks and communities. Seriously. And keeping yeah, the conversation I mean, going, you know, like you guys, like we're a two person team. It's just me and my husband. So it's just like all the things. That we have the to- hustle is real. It really? Is real. We have no it's idea. Real. Yesterday, I sat at my computer from 730 a.m. until what, eight at night? It's crazy. Of, and then something like that happens. And- I'm like editing and recording at 1130. It's like, wow, you guys would not believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we well, have. Thank you for being here. Thank you for calling for you. in. No problem. We appreciate Bye, it. Bye. Bye. You know, the other show that's coming out here, MTV is is going to, I think, I hope, be doing more shows like the one they just announced. What was it? The Real House? What is it called? It's The Real Friends of West The Real Hollywood. Friends of West Hollywood. Do mm-hmm. you remember we said, like, I want to say two years ago that this should happen? Well, do you remember? Yes. But do you remember it was like six months ago? Um, I forgot who it was. I think his name was Jeremy and he might be watching now, but we were offered, we, well, we were offered to come interview for a new reality show that was based around West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, but it was yeah. for gay guys or gay couples. And I'm wondering, it makes me wonder, 
Was, was that, that it? Show? But I mean, look, look at the people they have though. Huge, huge, you know. I know we totally wouldn't have fit in and not. No, so hell no, no. We, we wouldn't have, have even if we did an interview, we would not have got into that, which I'm totally okay with. I never want to be on a reality show ever. No. No, 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 no. And I would advise, like like the advice that people offer all the time who have been on reality shows, make sure you don't have a skeleton in your closet. Make sure you dust the baseboards of your closet because someone will find something. It always happens. Okay, we're hitting an hour, Adam, for our podcast. So we're going to end here. But I just want to thank everyone for being part of the conversation. If you're in the replay crew, give us your opinions in the comments below. We read them. We answer them. We love that you guys are here. I'm so happy we decided to do this live. This will be a bonus episode on our podcast. It will be released today. Crazy Bravo week. And I cannot wait to see what is coming up. Miami looks so good. Vanderpump Rules, The Real Housewives of New Jersey, all premiering next month. Yes. And for those um, who are interested, we do over on our Up and Adam YouTube channel, we do a members only live every other Monday. It's called Let's Wine About It. Krista Marie <laughs> just asked about it. Again, Krista Marie, thank you so much for the amazing hubby t-shirts. We really appreciate you. But yes, we will be going live this upcoming Monday for our members only Let's Wine About It. Where it's not necessarily Bravo or any sort of show focused. It's more just a look into our personal lives and also just a conversation. It's an intimate conversation with you guys. And we have so much fun. Yeah, Maybe one, too much one fun. night we had too much fun that we had to delete the video. Okay. Um, but guys, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Make sure if you are not already following our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows, you do that. And if you want to head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating, we would appreciate it. We love you guys. And we will see you guys all very soon. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Love you. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.